heaven ever smile upon you. We're getting ready to move into our worship hour. Uh, we're going to move directly into it. We usually have a little uh, intermission break, but because I'm, uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm broadcasting here from Arizona, I'm going to leave the little split alone, and I'll split it up in my own way. So uh, we're going to move right into our worship service uh, this morning. Do we have a song? This morning, my wife's going to come behind me, I believe, yes, and we're going to have a song this morning, and then we're going to move right into our, uh, our morning message. Good morning. Total praise. That's what we want for God. We want to totally praise him, and we're going to try to sing that. <clears throat> Lord, I will mine eyes to the hill no For that this morning we have, Lord, I will lift 
my eyes to the hill, of which cometh my help, knowing all of my help cometh from the Lord. Uh, we don't have much acoustics this morning out in uh, Arizona. We're out in the open desert. But thank God we, we will lift up our eyes unto the hill, knowing that all of our help cometh from the Lord. Is there a word from the Lord? I would want you to read uh, this morning in our hearing, uh, James, 4th chapter, verses 1 through 10. The old, uh, gospel, excuse me, the epistle of James, 4th uh, chapter, verses 1 through 10. Our scripture read this morning, which cometh wars and fightings among you? Sound like our Sunday school lesson. Uh, come thee thence, hence, even the lusts that war in your members. Ye lust and ye have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, but you have not because you ask not. And you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. You adulterous and adulteresses, and ye are not that the friendship of this world is enmity to God. Whoso therefore be a friend to the world is an enemy of God. Do ye think that the scriptures say in vain that the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy, but he giveth more grace? Wherefore he says, God resisteth the proud, but he give grace to the humble. Submit yourselves. Uh, therefore to God, mm -hmm. resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yep. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh unto you. Mm -hmm. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Mm -hmm. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and that your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves mm -hmm. in the sight of the Lord yes. and he shall lift you mm -hmm. up. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy and righteous word. <coughs> you know, you know, when I look at all of the state of affairs in our nation today, politics and religion, and, and especially in America, you know, and, and it's reached all the way to the Bible Belt in our local churches, in Christian neighborhoods, and this racial and ethnic divide, this tension that is between us is not godly. This is not what we should be experiencing as believers in the world. Amen. You know, I don't know what it is about this thing that is so hard for us to behave ourselves, and uh, it's hard for us to act right. Why is it? What is it? We talked about it this morning. It must be that 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 flesh that is on the inside of us yeah. that won't allow us to do good. Nope. See, and I'm not talking about folk in the world. Nope. The, the Bible was not written to people in the world. It was written to church people, yep. and you know, and and th these are church folk. These are believers that 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 somehow get caught up in acting out of character, not ex working and living in the examples of Christ, but they got a problem somehow that they just won't or we just won't behave ourselves. We, mm -hmm. we won't do it. Rodney King, I like what he said, why can't we all just get along? That's what Rodney King, y'all remember? Why can't we get along? See, much of the New Testament was written about God's people what, not getting along. It was written that way. And I don't hear much preaching about that today. Why don't we preach about the things that people had difficulties getting along with? You know, we ignore the problem. It will not address the problem. Peter said we need to lay aside all of the malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies and all of the evil speakings that we have against one another. He said that we are like new 
newborn babes that we should desire the sincere milk of the gospel, but so that we can grow in the word, but that we have tasted the gracious love of God in our heart. See, we really don't want to admit it, but we have a whole lot of stuff going on inside of us individually that we need to what? Lay it down, lay that stuff down. Yes, have yes, you yes. ever thought that, that why did they pin these words to the church? They should be doing these things. So why did he find that there was a need to remind them that they should learn to behave themselves? Because, see, they might, it might happen to them, but it also happened to us, ain't it? Amen. We can't escape uh, these real issues that are in the world today. They had real problems of behavior in their church that that Paul was, be, was preaching about. See, sometime in the church, we scared to preach about those issues Amen. because we got folk in the church that get mad and get upset, and they'll lead the church. So we tickle yep. their ears with this yes. sugar gospel yes. rather than teaching them how to live Amen. and how to live in victory Amen. over the things in the world. Amen. See, we should want to live in victory, but we don't want to hurt folks' feelings because they, they're, they're caught up in some things, and, and like we have been caught up into things but what God want to do is to free us from yes. the things that capture or yes. that has us yes. in captivity yes. we should be free from those things that are in our life but we need to be able to learn how to lay aside some stuff in our Come lives on, that are not bringing us together if it's not bringing us together it, it is, is dividing us yes, so is. we got all of these isms and cults and in religions and all of these things around us that we are bringing into the church so we need to leave those things out, lay those Amen. things aside. But sometimes we get caught up in the hearing so much of that sugar gospel being preached that we are suffering from spiritual diabetes. We, 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 got, we got sugar problems, but it's not in our body. It's in the church. We got too much sugar. Sugar tastes good, don't it? But sugar kill you, won't it? I told you earlier, salt tastes good, don't it? Yep. But salt will kill you. Yes, you get too much sugar or too much salt, then you start having some issues in your life. <laughs> See, we get too much of the same thing, but too much salt will cause us and too much sugar will cause us to abandon the things that God has for our life. The Bible comes with blessings and curses. So, so we must be straight and plain about what the words demand out of us to be able to live this life that we're in. So we must be uh, accountable mm -hmm. for the things that we do in our behavioral side of our life. Yes, See, yes. we got a church side, but you yes. got a behavioral yes, side. You, yes. you need to operate out in the world and behave yourself so that it can reflect the beliefs that you say you have in your say heart. Again, Ain't no need of telling me that you saved and say you can't operate within these wheels that, that, that God wants us to operate in. Yep. So this is our message this morning. I want to tell you that your life that are in Christ demands us to have accountability. Yes. And the accountability can only be seen through our behavior. <laughs> so you, you don't see folk acting out of character. Mm -hmm. It's their behavior that, that we need to get in and, 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 and get that behavior mm -hmm. in alignment with Jesus. what God wants us to live. Jesus. So today I want to talk to you on the subject saved but just won't behave. They're saved, but they just won't behave. Let us bow. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we ask that you would just touch 
that you'll serve and lower me down in the deep well of their salvation. Touch my lips that I may boldly say those things you have laid upon my heart. Lord, if there's anything like sin, cast it away right now, far from the east, still from the west. Lord, we give your name all praise, glory, and honor in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. amen. You know, I'm, I, I did a mini-series back when I was pastoring at Piney Hill called Matters of the Heart. That was when Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, all of those things were happening. What really matters is what? Matters of the heart. Yes. Those are the things that matter. So we should be asking each believer that we we should do a heart check mm -hmm. every now and then. Do a heart check so that you can see how you really feel about things. You know, when we're considering the matters of the heart, there are only three words that come to mind. We should do some extrospection, which is an examination of, of things around us, we should do some retrospection in those us surrounded, uh, those current events that are happening in our lives. Then we should do some introspection, which are looking on the inside, see everything that happened in our lives are not caused by things around us. There are some things that are happening inside of us that is an inside problem. You, you can't cover up. Yeah. And fix what on the inside. Nope. Makeup won't do it. Nope. You know, Clairol won't do it. Nope. It, it, it won't nothing do it. But get your heart right. You got to get that thing that. right that's on the inside yeah. of us. See, when my behavior isn't what God expects for me to be, mm. I need to check myself. Yep. Check myself to be able to understand. See, the thing is, your, your revival, revival, not 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 a not not a revival service. Revival means an internal change. Mm -hmm. Revival is a time where we should be able to look inside and come together, do that check to understand why and what do I need to change in my own personal life to make me a better person. Amen. We in, uh, that 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 introspection. That, that to look on the inside, that introspection, to be able to look to see what do I need to get my heart right to be able to be a better person mm -hmm. because I know that I have strayed off the mark. Mm -hmm. uh, retrospection to see how far God has brought me. Introspection to see where I am so that I can be able to have a change in my life mm -hmm. so I can be saved. But I need to be able to behave myself uh -huh. when I'm around people. Definitely. While in the army, I had to understand the uniform code of military justice. It says in Article 133 that any commissioned officer or candidate or midshipman who is convicted or conducted of uh, uh, unbecoming behavior. Mm -hmm. uh, that unbecoming behavior. Then I thought about it. We got so many people in the world, even in the church, that are, are guilty of what? unbecoming behavior uh, we got behavior that is unbecoming of an officer in the military now we got people that are uh, uh, have unbecoming behavior that that a christian or a believer should not be uh, operating in uh, unbecoming behavior uh, breaks the trust that we have with one another and it's a destructive thing to any relationship that you want to have if you want to destroy a relationship bring in some unbecoming behavior you know i heard a lot of folks say i don't care what folk think about me that, that's a lie you care what folk really think about you see the, the mindset of a believer is i do think what people think about me i do care for what people think about me 
because we should care about what folks are thinking about me, especially if we are entertaining some what? Unbecoming behavior. All See, right. I, I like the old Lay's potato chip. Y'all like that one? The old Lay's potato chip. Mr. Potato Chip come home and Mrs. Potato Chip hanging in the closet and she there eating potato chip. And old Mr. Potato Chip saying, you a potato. Huh? And you a potato. See, we, we are Christians, and when they see us operating outside of the character with unbecoming behavior, and they say, you a believer, huh? and you a Christian, you, you go to church and you still, we do great damage to our faith walk when we, in our testimony, when we live with unbecoming behavior. So it's adamant for us to be able to, to get ourselves together to live in the spirit rather than living in the flesh. All See, right. don't look at me funny. Some of you think that y'all ain't got no problems with their life. But I, I tell you, if you allow one taste, how many of us have gotten ourselves caught up into addictions with what? One, one taste. It don't take but one opportunity. It don't take but one chance. It don't take but one time for you to get caught up and find yourself entertaining what? Unbecoming behavior. Yeah. See, all of us got some behavioral issues if we would be what? Uh, true to ourselves and be honest with ourselves. Mm. See, there have been times in my own personal life that I surprised myself. Have you ever yeah. surprised yourself? Oh, found God. yourself doing some things that you know were out of character? Yeah. And then you said, that's not me. Huh? Have you ever said that? That's not me. When I find myself operating out of that wheel, cause the flesh will cause you to what? get tempted and tricked into that. Yes, it will. Have you ever said, I didn't know that I'd say that thing? Mm. I didn't know I'd do that thing. Mm. I didn't know I'd go that way. Mm. I didn't know I'd act that way. Mm. All of us find ourselves sometimes acting out of character. You know, and sometimes you can try your best to cover it and hide it and camouflage it, but it's going to come out, ain't it? It'll come out eventually. You'll see people around you, they're trying to act in a certain way, but all of a sudden, that thing will come out of them as soon as tension comes, as soon as stress comes in your life. That old person, you remember that old you that you used to have? That old you will come out when tension comes in your life yeah. and when stress comes in your life. Yeah. I did all I could to put that old me down, but then when stress and tension come in your life, that old you would park up. So you got to have... Always be uh, conscious of the flesh and what it will do. So it presents us with a battle that me and you cannot handle on our own. Mm -hmm. Paul says that when you want to do good, mm -hmm. evil is ever present. Yeah. When you want to do right, a wrong is always somehow a better uh, uh, option, ain't it? Uh, I, 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 if, if I if I don't uh, 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 if I don't claim all of my taxes. If I claim one more uh, 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 liability, uh, if I just, see all of us have gotten into some skirting areas that we need to understand that, hey, you might not have been all out, but you, what they call it, you, you tickle with it and until you find yourself yes, entertaining right. it. See, yep. the flesh will cause you to do that. The flesh has such a control over us that unbecoming behavior shows up. Even when we ain't, we don't want it to come out. And all of a sudden, that thing come out of your mouth. When that car crossing the road in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> when that person in the next car salutes you. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. When they salute you. Yes. But you have to be careful about that unbecoming behavior. What? Rising up. So as we come to our text this morning, Paul, uh, uh, James is writing this to the church. He's telling them that there is something that we need to do because faith without works is what? Dead. So you have to act out certain things in your house until you show me uh, that you can behave yourself. You don't, you don't need you telling me who you are or what you are. You need to evidence that by what? Hey, show me. They from. Uh, we're not in Missouri. We're in we're in uh we we in Arizona right now. But if we're in Missouri, we said show me. James says, focus on your behavior so that it can be able to show that your external evidence for your internal conversion. See, you should have some external evidence for your internal conversion. So don't let me show that you saved, but your behavior ain't got caught up with you yet. No. Don't tell me that you saved, but you yep. just won't behave yourself. Yep. You need to have something on the inside of you that is controlling that thing inside of you. Yep. So you got to have the spirit of Christ on side of you. So you got to check your testimony every now and then. Check your life every now and then. Make sure that it is a good testimony to show those others around you, how Christ is working out in your life. Amen. See, we can assume a lot of things, but if I don't see any evidence in your walk and in your talk, mm -hmm. that means that all of your confession or profession is meaningless. Yes, it yes. has to be executed somehow in your walk. Mm -hmm. Behaving myself does not have, uh, uh, I don't have the power to do that. But when I have Christ on the inside of me. I got something to help me to be able to overcome those things that are causing me to what? To behave myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't have power on the inside of me to do it. Because if I did, I would have done it by now. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing this. How many times have you stopped doing something? No. I'm talking about the same thing. I ain't talking about you to stop something and then stop something else. No, I stop. I ain't going to do that no more. Yeah. Well, I ain't going to do that no more. Okay. Then you come up again and say, well, I ain't going to do that no more. So you didn't have the power to stop it. No. Because the flesh don't have power to stop that. You don't have power to behave by yourself. So, But when I accepted Christ in my life, okay. Jesus came in. He had the power to save me. Yes. But he also has the power to behave me. Yes. Uh, 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 church folks said, do I need to say that again? I need to say that again. God gives you the power to save you. But he also gives you the power to behave you yes. if you would receive it. See, I'm held accountable to him for him being Lord over my life. Mm. See, all of us want Jesus to be our Savior. Yes. But how many of us want him to be our Lord? Lord. Our Lord is the one who tells you what to do, tells you how to do it, mm. tells you when to do it. You know. But the thing is, we don't want Lord... Jesus to be the Lord of our life. No. I want him to save me, yes. but I don't want him to behave me. No. I want him to let me live and do what I want to do. Yeah. But the thing is, that's not him. If no. Christ come into your life, yeah. he will give you the power to behave yourself yes, he will. if he gave the power to save you. Yes, God got the power to do both. Yes, uh, do I have any witnesses yes, in the house? Yes. See, the problem is, 
that we don't know how to tap into that power. How do we get into the power that will be able to save us, but also behave us? Yes. See, there is this tension that is in the body that, that pushes and, and forces us to con, uh, to battle one another, our spirit in, in conflict with the flesh, our flesh in conflict with the spirit all day long. So we got to have something to help us to be able to overcome that. See, the thing is, we are saved, but somehow we just don't have the, the, the spirit inside of us to behave. Amen. So here James gives us a, a way to be able to combat that. Yes, Our text says that, I, I like the Good News translation. He said, where do all of the fights and quarrels among you come from? Huh? Uh -huh, and they come from your desires for pleasure, yep. uh, which are constantly fighting within you. You want things, but you cannot have them. So you all, you're ready to kill. Yep. You're ready to steal. You yep. strongly desire things, but you cannot get them. So you quarrel and fight about them. Yep. And then he said that you do not have what you want because do you not ask God for the things that you want and need? Yep. And when you do ask and you do receive them, you use them up on your own pleasures. Yep. Unfaithful people, he called them. Don't you know that the world's friend means that you are God's enemy? Yep. If you want to be the world's friend, yep. you can make yourself an enemy of God. So yes, if yes. you become friends to the world, you cannot be friends to God. Yes. You got to choose who you want to be with. Yeah, yeah. I like what old Robin Price used to say back in the day. He used to say, what the problem is? You know, I know that's not proper English, but what, what the problem is? Why is it that causes us to behave ourselves in a manner against one another? Wow. Why is it that we just can't celebrate your goodness and celebrate my goodness yes. and be uh, loving to kind to one another? Wow. You know, uh, here in Paul's letter to Timothy, he said, These things I write in you, hopefully that you will come to one another that ye shall know the things you ought to behave yourself, especially in the household of faith. He says that, look, if church folk can't behave themselves, how are we going to convince the world to accept Christ that he'll help you to behave yourself, but we are not helping, we are not behaving ourselves. So we need to understand that we need to behave yourself. If there anywhere that we should behave ourselves, it, it should be in the household of faith, isn't it? Huh? But the thing is, this should be the ch church should be the pillar in the ground of truth by uh, the, how we learned how to behave ourselves. But when you go to church, a lot of times you're finding things that are warring and quarreling and envying is going on in the church. And that's what uh, uh, James was writing to the church about. He said, we wonder why our kids don't want to go to church. Oh, no. They see us in there, ain't it? And we wonder why our pews are half empty. Come on. Or half full, either way you want to look at it, because a lot of times we don't want to what we don't behave ourselves. And the thing is about it, we're wondering, we are more concerned about uh, filling up our churches rather than to get people's souls in the right perspective. See, building program half empty seats. Uh, we want to build another edifice and we don't even have people to fill the one we got. That's so right. why are we building more buildings when we should be building up the body of Christ, which is what? Is our hearts and minds together. Yeah. See, our voters sometimes are all messed up. And then what uh, would we do? We, we try to take things and make things into the things that we know that are not of God. Yeah. See, he said, don't you know that the world's friend is not a friend to God? We, let's not get caught up in the pleasing the things of the world. See, the world is looking uh, at us killing one another. 
Hmm. Fussing with one another. Fighting with one another. And then we wonder why folk don't want to come in to be a part of our fellowship. Yes. We got to be more loving and kind to yes. one another. Yes. Huh? We're shouting in Sunday. We're raising hell on our church meeting. Yes. Huh? That, that's yes. what we do. we shouting on Sunday. But hell, on Monday, we can't get along with the folk that we shouted with on Sunday. Oh, that, that's bad, ain't it? Yes. Church folk trying to live a life. So that's that un becoming behavior that we have on the inside of us yeah. and then see huh. we need to behave ourselves huh see if god can give us the power to save us he also gives us the power to behave us yes, if does. we would only receive it yeah. then he addresses the solution to the problem mm -hmm. he said don't you think that there is no truth in scripture that says that the spirit of god placed in us is filled with fierce desires mm -hmm. but the grace that he gives us is even stronger and look what he says the scripture says god resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble yeah. so then submit yourselves unto god resist the devil and he'll run away from you yes, come sir. near to god and he'll come near to you mm -hmm. and wash your hands ye sinners purify your hearts ye hypocrites see he covered everybody he covered the sinner that unbeliever but he also covered the hypocrite the one that was in church every sunday but still won't live in a life according to god's precepts he says purify your hearts ye hypocrites be sorrowful and cry and weep change your laughter into crying your joy into gloom you need to humble yourself before god mm -hmm. then he will what he'll lift yeah, you, up. you up see god created mankind with a fiery spirit all of us should have a fiery spirit and one thing i want to encourage you when god changed your heart for you to accept him to come into your heart don't change who you are. God didn't want you to change for who you are. He gave you a fiery spirit so that you can use that fiery spirit to lift up others and to glorify him. See, God uh, is able to quiet an quiet, uh, old fiery spirit and to humble us. Yeah. See, the thing is, sometimes our, our fiery spirit is not uh, advancing the kingdom of God. You remember Paul? So why did God choose Paul? Because of his fiery spirit. Why did he choose Peter? Because of his fiery spirit. So he didn't want to change that fiery spirit that's burning on the inside of you. He wants you to use that fiery spirit to be a witness to him. Amen. You need to be witnessing the glory of God in that fiery spirit that he gave you. I told you earlier, God never told you not to be yourself. But just to submit yourself under his will. Amen. And then he will be able to use that fiery spirit to be able to advance the kingdom of God. Yes, I yes. said that that's why he chose Paul and Peter, ain't it? Mm -hmm. It was the fiery spirit. What God wants out of us is that he wants us to be uh, utilized as what he has already put down on the inside of us. That personality. That yes. fiery spirit. Yes. You yes. know, that, 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 that go-to spirit. If you got a go-to attitude... God wants you to have that go-to attitude to use for him. Yes, he does. You know, if you're lowly and, 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 and you're a mild-mannered, use that lowly and mild-mannered spirit to use it to glorify him. Amen. See, he, he, remember when Jesus, uh, when Paul was preaching so hard and to the Jews, he said that, that these have turned uh, the world upside down. Can you imagine what the church could do? Can you imagine what believers could do if we could just utilize that spirit, that fiery spirit that's on the inside of us? Mm -hmm. He said that we could turn this world, what? Upside, upside down. down. 
See, once you season that fiery spirit that God has inside of you with the grace of God, then you can be able to use that to the glory of God. So the solution to the problem is to submit ourselves over to God and that he will be able to take whatever he's put inside of us to be able to bring it to the surface to be able to use for his glory. He says to us, the solution is to resist the devil, get closer to God, wash your hands from your old ways, and then allow Christ to be able to uh, lift you up out of your situation and put you in the straight and narrow way. I like what Paul says. He says that I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, to present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable God, which is your reasonable service. He tells us to be need not conformed to this world, but ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, and that ye may prove that which is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. See, a transformation must happen in our minds in order for us to change our behavior. Yeah. See, even though the ants that we're saved, our way of thinking sometimes is not changed. You need to change your way of thinking in order for you to behave yourself. Amen. Jesus warned us. He said, fight and pray and watch and pray that ye not enter into temptation. And the spirit is willing, but the flesh is what? Is weak. See, no matter how much you try uh, to handle that thing, the flesh is too big for you. Yeah. You can't handle that thing on your own. You must have the grace of God working on the inside of you to submit your spirit over to his spirit. Then you'll be able to do those things that are acceptable and perfect in front of him. The grace of God is the only hope that we have that we can transform our way into his way and yeah. learn how to behave ourselves. Yeah. If we'd only humble ourselves before God, that he's promised that he will lift us up. Though we are saved, we got to learn how to behave ourselves, especially in the household of faith. So as we close this morning, you got juice and bread. As we close this morning, if Jesus is our savior and he has the power to save us, he also has the power to behave us. We must have a change in heart in order to behave ourselves in this world, especially in the household of faith. Being a believer, being a believer demands us to make some changes in our lives. It's adamant that we do this to have the positive testimony that the power of God working in our lives to be seen by others. To break the bonds that hold us captive uh, to this misbehavior, we need the grace of God. So it's the grace of God that equips us with the power to behave ourselves. And when this old man try to show up, try to rear his head, the grace of God will be able to help us to keep that thing at bay. Don't say man, just nod your head. Every now and then we get in a situation that, that sometimes that we got to put that thing under subjection. So too many of us that has been in uh, the fellowship for years, we won't act right. We won't behave ourselves. But God is not pleased with that. Nope. Paul writes to the church at Corinth, I would want you to be ignorant how did all of your fathers that were under the cloud pass through the sea and were all baptized under the Moses in the cloud, but all of them did not eat of the spiritual meat that were provided to them. They acted contrary to the will of God. Though we identified as a believer, being baptized and taken in the body and the blood of Jesus, and because of our behavior, 
God is not pleased. God is wanting us to change our lives and turn back to him. And he says that if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves yeah. and pray and seek my face and turn yeah. from their wicked ways, he said, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal the land. God is waiting for us to turn and to be able to turn back to him. He gives us the roadmap to perfect behavior. We need to submit ourselves over to the will of God and I'll always purify our hearts. Wash our hands of our old ways. Be sorrowful of the things that we do. Humble ourselves before God and he will lift us up. Mm -hmm. So if you're saved today, our desire is that we learn better to behave ourselves, yes. especially in the household of faith. Those that are in the world today, we learn, learn how to behave yourself. Our negative testimony becomes uh, a detriment to the church. But when we learn to behave ourselves, they see the workings of God in our lives. If God can change them, God can change me. That's the attitude that we have. But the old song used to say that when I'm singing down here, I want to be right. And when you see me down here walking, I want to be right. And when you see me down here singing, I just want to be right. So all I want to do is I want to be right. That if you see me down here walking, if you see me down here shopping, if you see me down here uh, living, I want to be living right. So if you save this morning, God is expecting us to be right. So be right. Behave yourself. Walk circumspectly in the world. Hold fast to your profession that you have made in Jesus Christ. Learn to humble yourself. And if you stumble, God is able to pick you up. And that's the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. I might not be always right, but I got a loving Savior that if I fall, he is able to pick me up and to place my feet on a solid rock. Then I can be able to live my life in victory, not falling for all of the things of the world, and then I can learn how to behave myself. So then, my believer, that you have to trust God in knowing that if he can save you, he can behave you. God is one that can look beyond all of your faults and see your every need. We hope this is an encouraging word to each one of you. If God has come into your life and he has given you the power to save you. He can give you the power to behave you. Listen to this message and receive it today. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity that we've come. And as we come, Lord, we ask that you would just bless in a mighty way. Bless, O oh, Heavenly Father, the bread and the juice that we're about to take as we take in Holy Communion, let us commune one to another. Let us show that our fellowship as believers, that we've come together to share one with another. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. And this is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let us all say amen. amen. On the day they came together and they said the bread represented his body and the wine represents his blood. He said that, let us take and eat together. Let us take, eat the bread together to represent his body. And let's drink juice of the vine together to represent his shed blood. Mm. And then they say, they sang a hymn and they went out into the Mount of Olives. We don't have the Mount of Olives 
here in uh, Tucson, Arizona. But what we do have is we got the highways and the hedges. Let us go into the highways and the hedges and let men, women, boys and girls know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Let them know that they can find rest in Christ Jesus. If they are lost, the only thing they need to say is, Lord, receive me. I confess my sins, and I believe that you are the Christ. You are the Son of the living God. And the word of God tells me is, Thou shall be saved. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. We'll see you on Friday evening, hopefully, from Underwater Ministries in Alta Vista, Virginia. But we thank God for you joining us here in Tucson, Arizona, as we are celebrating and worshiping you this day. God bless you, and may heaven ever smile upon you. And we'll see you on our next broadcast. God bless you.